Sorry. <laughs> you ever had an ass woman? Who? You. This is archaic. This is Roy Damn Mercer. Under Express. I need to speak with Mr. Murray. Uh, who's calling? This is Mr. Mercer. Mr. Mercer? Mercer, M-E-R-C-E-R. For Bill Murray? No, he's not in right now. Bull butter, he is too. Huh? I can bet you a dollar he is. I bet you two dollars he's not. I'll bet you five dollars he is. Well, you want to lose your whole check? Huh? Been at 10 o'clock and left at probably 11. Who is this? This is Bill Mackin. Bill, are you in charge of some of that, that shipment down there then? Yeah. Because I had a problem with it. What's my, the problem? Well, my Aunt Edie McCracken live up there in Boston. Yeah. And she got a package from y'all the other day. Yeah. And opened it up, and it, there's a bunch of, uh, apparently a bunch of them sex toys in there. Really? Hell yeah. And she didn't order any of that crap, but he, her little dog yeah. down in, got in that thing, Monica. And they, you know, four or five of them things up, and they had to take her to the vet. She had that one in banana shaper and was down in her gut. Here you go. Hold on one second, please. <laughs> Another express. Yeah, this is me still. One second. Wow. Mike, can I help you? I don't know. Who was I talking to while I go? Hold on one second. Go ahead, sir. Can I help you? Well, yeah, but you were the one I was talking to a moment ago. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I, we got a problem with the damn gum dog down there because he got one of them toys in her gut. And we had, we're going to have to get it took out, and they want money. Uh, so what would you like me to do? Well, are you in charge of that thing down there? She didn't order it, and it's y'all's company that delivered it. All we do, all we're at is a trucking company with a delivery agent. Well, you deliver, yeah, I know it. You shipped, they shipped it to the wrong place, I guess, because it weren't hers, and the damn dog got into it before she knew what it was. And we need some money down there. You know, hell, Edie McCracken, she lives with you on a fixed income down there. And I told what her I'd take care of this. Huh? What city is it in? She's in Boston, where she is right now. I don't know the dog. I probably, he probably there, too. But I need to probably get about $400 right today so we can get to that vet so he can open her up or whatever he's got to do down there. Yeah, let me see. Hold on one second. Sir, how can I help you? How many folks have I talked to down there? I'm sorry? I, how many of y'all am I going to have to talk to before I can get something well, done sir, about Well, sir, we didn't know what you were calling for. You were asking for names. I can help you out, sir. I don't need no name. I told him, that old, that old boy, what I was talking to a while ago, what the problem was. Problem. Right, can, I ask, can I ask who's calling? Is Bill Murray around there? He no, is, but I'm, I'm Mike Sporzer. I'm the operations manager. Can I help you with something? You're, you're who? I'm the operations manager. I can help you when Billy's not around. Well, I don't know. I got, I got a, my aunt got a dog over here that she got a sex toy that she has ate up and swallowed and got in her gut down there and can't pass. Can I ask who's calling? This is Roy Damn Mercer. And who do you work with, sir? I work, I'm getting ready to work over the fella that shipped this thing to her. All I right. Don't, I don't work with nobody. I'm calling on behalf of my great aunt, Edie, lives up there to Boston. And she lives in Boston? She lives up there to Boston. And she got right. a problem, and I, I'm in town for just a couple of days. I was up here doing a little sightseeing. I was, up, I was right. well, trying to find so where they dumped all the that problem, tea and such. The, the problem is I need $400. You need $400? $400. For what? For the goddamn vet that's going to have to cut the dog open to get this sex toy out of his gut that y'all put down in there. We, we put it in your dog's yeah, gut. Yeah, you put it in the box, and the dog got in the box. 
All right, and that's our fault. It's your fault, and the owner's the one who's going to take the ass whooping over it. All right, we don't we don't deliver sex toys, sir. You, I'm going to deliver an ass whooping. Is what I'm going to do. All right, sir. Have a good day. I ain't having a good day. Good morning. I need to speak with Nicole Wilson. This is she. Ma'am, I need. Have you not talked to anybody about a woman's account that's been bad? Had a check bounce, Miss Daggett. No. It's my wife's cousin, Leona Daggett. No. Well, we we've been leaving messages down there for you to call back because we had a problem with her account. Uh huh. There was a four hundred dollar deposit she made several years ago that apparently never got on her daggum account. And she has read a check on that money and had it bounce, and we got a problem. No, several years ago, that wouldn't it wouldn't bounce now. By God, it done it. She counted for that money. She ain't spent it down there to that amount. There's a four hundred dollar check from an insurance settlement. She got the summer of ninety five. Well, she got bit by a neighbor dog. Got four hundred dollars out of it, and she's looking back on her statements, and that ain't there. And the worst part about it is, she ordered her a set of daggum teeth. False teeth from down up there to rolling. Mm-hmm. And the check bounced. Mm-hmm. And we've been trying to get a hold of you for the last two or three days to call back to take care of this. And the daggum sheriff showed up here yesterday uh-huh. to repossess her teeth. Well, it wasn't funny because she put up a struggle and they done throwed her in jail. Well, I'm And it's all because you didn't get that daggum check posted on her account. Well, uh, and I need to come down there today and get four hundred dollars out of you. No. Yes, ma'am. Work. By that God, you just go ahead and take it out of your account. No, I don't think so. Well, how'd you well, like I'm to? Let you, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you just take care of this right now. Or there's gonna going be an to ass whooping. Talk to the manager, okay? No, ma'am. I'm talking to you. You're the one who took care of it. You're the one whose name is down here on this statement, and I guarantee you, there's going to be. Where's my so- name on this statement? It down there on the statement. She said. No. Wilson, Nicole Wilson, call me if you got any problems. We got a problem right now. I'll and you got a problem. No, I don't. She going well by God. She'll beat you. Let you talk to the man. No, ma'am, you gonna I'm talking to you or I'm coming down there and beat somebody like cornbread batter. Well, come on. Well, well I'll let you talk to the man. No, I'm bringing my wife Sharon Jean down there cuz I don't I don't tussle with no women. But if we I'm can't get this I'm going to let you talk to the man. No, ma'am, okay? I need $400 out of you cuz that check was not she may have a little difficult time getting the manager on the phone. Maybe. Can I have Mr. Olson call you? No, ma'am. I'm, I need to talk to you and get this took care of. I will not. Sir, I cannot take care of this. The manager will have to take care of this. How about Can he call you? If there's somebody could come down there, they're going to wipe the floor with you and your ass and then whoop you again for leaving a waxy yellow buildup. That may have been a little far. That could have been just a touch far. I think so. One yeah. toke over the line. This is Marlene. Marlene, I, I was talking to Nicole. Yes, sir. And she had a problem with my wife's cousin, Leona Daggett's account. Uh-huh. Is she they still there? Yes, sir, she's here. Can I holler at her just a second? I think I got this figured out the way that we can work this out civil. Thank you. He said, she said, she's not talking to you. Is that right? We'll, we'll ask her if she'd talk to Steve Olson, the bail bondsman. Oh, okay. 
Just a second. All right. She'll never get back on. <laughs> now we're back on hold. We're gone again. I think a fight's broke out. It's a not. She won't talk to you. She won't talk to us. No. <laughs> well, by God. We done, we done worked her up into a French-Canadian frenzy. Yeah, exactly. You sure have. Oh, Lord. T tell her that Phil and Brent want to talk to her. Phil and Brent? Phil uh -huh. and Brent from right. Tulsa, yeah. Oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Nicole? Mm-hmm? Steve Olson set you up for a joke. He did, did yeah. he? Yeah, he did. He done it. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> there, that's what we're looking for. That's what we want. About it in the paper. <laughs> cool. On the front page of whatever newspaper you got there. <laughs> got there, huh? You're gonna be on Steve like a cheap suit, ain't you? Uh, Boy, I'm telling you what. <laughs> yeah, he took a convenient time to disappear too. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He didn't know what's awaiting him when he gets back, does he? Clark's office, may I help you? I need to talk to Michelle Mack. Okay, just a moment. Thank you. This is Michelle, may I help you? Michelle, listen, my name is R.D. Mercer, and I was calling down there because I seen in the newspaper a couple of days ago when I still water news press that I had filed for a divorce with my wife, Sharon Jean, and that ain't the truth. And I called that newspaper down there, and they said they get all that information from y'all. What's your wife's name? Sharon Jean. Sharon, Jean. Sharon, Jean, uh-huh. What's her last name? Mercer, M-E-R-C-E-R. M-A-R-C-E-R. M-E-R-C-E-R. Just a moment. And in there as bold as Dallas, I guarantee, in that newspaper. And we've had churches call and our insurance companies call. And it's it created quite a problem here. Sir, I don't see a divorce between the two parties. Well, there ain't no divorce. That's why I called y'all to tell you I wasn't getting divorced. And it's there in the newspaper. All the ladies in her arts and crafts club. What town do you live in? Huh? What town? I live in Stillwater. Now, we've had our ups and downs, but ma'am, I'll tell you, I guarantee you, we ain't getting divorced. And she's pretty tore up about it, Sharon Jean is right now. I had, uh, I had to talk a blue streak to convince her I weren't filing. Well, I have no idea where well, they got it from. Well, I guarantee you, you better figure it out, because she's tougher than a pine knot and about got a half a snoot full in her, and it's all I can do to keep them from coming down there and dragging you out of that courthouse and whooping your ass. Who is this? This was R.D. Mercer. This is a joke. Beg your pardon? I thought it was a joke, too, when some I seen my name in the newspaper said I'd filed for divorce. We've been married 21 years, ma'am. We ain't getting no divorce. And I was hoping you might just apologize to her, or maybe you could print one of them contractions in the newspaper, finding it ain't true. Let me let you talk to someone else. Listen, I need to talk to you, because I was telling you that if I, I guarantee you, if I ever filed for divorce with that woman, I, I was afraid she might take up with Roger McMillan. <laughs> and I wouldn't I wouldn't work I wouldn't wish that on nobody. <laughs> you guys are dead. <laughs> Roger, I'm gonna kill you. Uh, Michelle. He's not here. This here is Phil and Brent and, and Roy D. Mercer from Tulsa. <laughs> oh my god. Roger, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Am I on the radio? Uh-huh. Yes. Sir. Oh, oh Anybody wanna say hi to? No. Anybody you want to kill? Roger McMillan. Vodka sodas, peach, pineapple, wow.
police department? I need to speak with the chief. Who's calling, sir? It's R.D. Mercer. About a problem I had with one of y'all's officers. Okay, Mercer? Yeah, M-A-R-C-E-R. Okay. Yeah. M-A-R-C-E-R. Hold on just a moment. Yeah. Yes. Listen, my name is R.D. Mercer, and we had us a problem last night with one of y'all's officers over here. Over where? Where Here in town. He stopped my little stepdaughter last night for a burnout taillight, and he said that he wouldn't write her a ticket if she had agreed to go on a date with you. And I ain't, I ain't gonna what? stand. I ain't gonna stand for it. Well, by God, I don't believe that. What's he doing down there, trying to work up a date with one of with my stepdaughter? No, you bring your daughter in here and sign this, and we'll and sign a formal complaint. We'll get him here. I ain't gonna do it. I'm coming down there to whoop somebody's ass. You come in and bring her in. I'm bringing myself down there with about a fifty-five gallon drum of whoop ass, and I'm gonna open it on y'all. No. You better not do that. I guarantee you she done engaged a married fella over down in Broken Bow. Fella, I don't even know what you're talking about. Are I'm you talk talking in Broken Bow or Idabel? Idabel. In Idabel, she's going to marry a boy, Joe Biffle. You know Joe Biffle? No, he, I don't know Joe Biffle. He's a double diamond Amway distributor down there in well, Broken Bow. You, you bring and her I, in to find a complaint. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I'm coming down there today, and I'm going to find that fella, and I'm going to find y'all. You better I, have your facts straight. Well, I guarantee you that's what she told me. Well, bring her in and let her face him, okay? No, she she ain't. She's too upset about it. Said she's been sexy harassed down there. Bring her in and let her face him. I ain't going to do it. She done talked to him last night, so I'm, I'm P.O.'d about it. Well, I'm a little P.O.'d the way you're talking. Well, I guarantee you that somebody... Now, somebody if, if, yeah, I'd bring my daughter in, though, and let her face him. You'd be P.O.'d if it's your daughter, I'd wouldn't you? I'd bring her in, though, too. Well, I ain't going to do it. I'm coming down there. I she ain't never lied to me, and I don't think she's going to start now. Badge or no badge, somebody's going to get eyes with You bring her in and let her face him. You ever had an ass whooping? Who? You. Fella, don't be calling threatening me on the phone. Are you a single man or are you a married man? I've got a daughter, 27. Well, and by God, do you understand how come I got and some by God, I'd bring her in. I guarantee you, I ain't going to do it. Well, then don't come down here raising hell. I'm coming down there to whoop somebody's ass here in about a New York minute. Well. And I tell you what, I'm you, a, I'm... you better get your stuff straight. Well, I ain't going to have to have it straight when I come down there. Yeah, you are. She got a big bachelorette party tonight, and she's going to be tore up and ain't going to be able to have it. I was going to get this, uh, somebody dressed up like a state trooper and strip for her. You better get your stuff together. And his name is John Kaufman. He's coming down here to do that. He's going to strip down to a, a ammo belt and a nightclub. Who in the hell is this? <laughs> I think your brother wanted to pull a joke on you. I think he did. Well, I, he's fixing to pull one. Is that right? Yeah. Well... <laughs> That's the first time my blood pressure's been up, and I don't know when. Are you okay, Jim? I was fixing to go get my damn pistol, and we was gonna <laughs> we was gonna play gunfight to OK Corral. Uh oh, <laughs> do not forsake me, oh, oh my darling. Now, hell, my secretary's come back here and said, "Who are you yelling at? What's going on?" <laughs> well, now, you gonna... Fella, don't be calling, threatening me on the phone. Mr. Phil Pepperdy may help you. Yeah, Phil, listen, my name is Mercer. I was in your cab about a week ago in one of your cabs. I was down there to Pensacola. Me and the wife were taking a little getaway. Yes, sir. And listen, we was in one of y'all's cabs, and we was going home. We had a little dinner, and then we was going back to the hotel down there. 
uh, out, the one there to Howard Johnson out by the dog track. Mm-hmm. And we was out there, and and listen, you, you cabbie, you know, kind of started talking to us and such, and and there was a blonde gal, and I didn't even think that, that much about it when we was in the cab, but you know, she she kind of homely and and such, and and it turned out it, it was a it was one of them transistors there that that one of them men that dress up like a woman. Get out of here. That's what I said. <laughs> And hell, it it threw me off the bad feel that that I I the cab ride was about twelve dollars and and I thought I'd give them a ten and a five, and I got looking in my billfold and and I I give him a hundred and a five. No. Yeah, I done it. No. What do you mean, no? No, I said whelp. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure, do you have a cab number or can you help me with that? I mean, obviously, he must be thinking that you're the biggest tipper going. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, Maybe thought I'd you know coming on to her or him or it or whatever. It was. You got to give me a cab number. I mean, I don't know that we have a transvestite driving. That doesn't mean that they're, they're, that we don't. You know what I'm saying? Well, how many of them could you have down there? We got 200 drivers. So, like, well, but like I said, I don't. Well, how many of them, How many of them? You know, wear women's drawers as a man. Well, at nine o'clock in the morning in the lobby of the office, probably nobody. But at whatever time they were in the cab, I don't like. I don't like. I said I don't go home and check out what their lifestyle is before I put them in a, behind the wheel of a taxi cab. So you, you don't really know one, then you'd have to do no, some checking. No, if, if, if I believe me, I, I, I'm getting a kind of a laugh out of this deal. Like I said, and, well, it ain't funny. Well, no, it's not funny that you lost the money, but it's funny that uh, well, I ain't lost the money. You're going to give me the money back, or I'm going to whoop your ass. Well, you better bring that on, buddy. Well, I, by God, I will bring it on. Yeah, well, I got. I'm out eighty five dollars out here. Yeah, and and your reaction to that is you're going to whip somebody's ass. Well, right? I want my money, and you well, said, well, "Well, I tell you what, any chance you had of getting your money, man, you better get your lawyer." How you about I, how about I come down there and give you about a five knuckle introduction? Well, I, you can come on with that because I, I think that's kind of rude, man. I mean, uh, you well, know. Uh, the rude thing is is talking. Well, why don't to you me? tell me the cab number, man? If you can't even count your money, man, maybe you ought to you ought to, you ought to get yourself some glasses. How you gonna need glasses? Time I get done I've with you. I got glasses. I've I'm, got glasses on. I'm gonna be on you like Michael Jackson on a Cub Scout. <laughs> well, it ain't gonna be funny. Because I, I listen. It, it, that's eighty five dollars. I ain't got to lose. No, I'm hearing that. Well, why don't you try to give me a cab number or well, a I don't know, description? I don't well, know the cab. And, 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 well, like and, I said, I got two hundred of them there. Uh, well, he Mr. made Mercer. he made a damn ugly woman. I tell you that. Well, I'm hearing that. Where it was kind of a blonde curly wig. You know, big nose. Had I think it had one of them stud things through it. Okay. Was it a van, a sedan? What kind of car was it? It was just a car, one of them just a regular, regular sedan car. Oh. I, it, it pretty, I got pretty worked up about this thing. How long ago was this that this happened? Last week. Okay, what day was that? It was Wednesday last week. And you were picked up at the Howard Johnson's no. over by the dog track? No, I was picked up down there, down to your Hooters down there, to Pensacola Beach. So you went from Hooters on the beach to Howard Johnson's down there by the dog track. Got it. Can you just write me a check? Well, no, it, I can't. I can't. No, I can't just write you a check. Well, then you're going to get an ass whooping then. Mm, well. I listen. I'll kick your ass so hard you'll be able to use your nerds for earrings. Well, last I, time I guess I guess the conversation's about over. I mean, you're not. Well, you're 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 an odd situation right here, man. Well, I tell you what, he you know, was, I don't see where you come across threatening people with that deal, man. Well, I'm, I need eighty five dollars, and I was in a cab well, with I, a I daggum transistor. Well, you you should have been paying closer attention to what was going on. I didn't I look. Guess it's, no, I. You need to get quit letting transistors work for your daggum cab company down there. Because hmm. last time I had something like that, it was a it was a man that dressed up like Karen Ross, bro. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> <laughs> 
She made a she made a pretty good looking man too. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> I should have known. Yeah, I, I should have known. No, it's I'll not, tell you what. It's not just Karen, Phil. It's Karen and all the girls in the office. Yeah, they set you up. We're we're uh, Phil and Brent and Roy D. Mercer. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> you ain't going to back off in an ass whooping. Is this Tony? Yes. Tony, listen, I was just wondering if I need to make an appointment. I got a 1977 Pacer I need to get tuned up down there. I need to have an appointment to bring it in. Uh-huh. Well, when can you get to her? What is it, a Pacer? Yes, sir. Uh, Rambler, you mean American Motors? Yeah, the AMC, yeah. AMC? Uh-huh. Um... Let me see. Uh, how about Tuesday morning? Well, that, I, yeah, this next Tuesday? Yeah. All right. Now, now y'all still honoring that coupon I got, right? 20-point tune-up, free tune-up. Free tune-up? Yes, sir. On what? On my car, on my Pacer. I got a coupon. No, I don't have it. I don't think I got any of those. Well, by God, I got her yesterday. I was out there at the Walmarts and uh, come in, and it was uh, uh, I don't know the windshield wiper of my car. Oh uh, no, you must be thinking another A and M. That must be in Tulsa. A and M Auto here says right here in Sepulpa. Well, I'd have to see says, that, sir. Says talk to Tony. Okay, you bring that down. I got to see it because Marie might have done something she didn't tell me. Free tune-up, and it says a free auto detailing too. No, I don't do detail. Well, by God, it's printed right here in black and white. Okay, bring it down and let me see it. Are you going to honor it if I bring it down? Yeah, I'll honor it if you bring it down. You'll honor it? Yeah. Because I got it says a free 20-point tune-up and a detailing, and I figured that was a hell of a deal. Okay. What what kind of work do y'all do on the detailing? Vacuuming, waxing? We don't even do any of that, so I don't see where you got that from. Well, by but... God! Sound like somebody's trying to pull some sign of a flim-flam on I it. I guess so. Well, by... <laughs> I had. I think it's you that's done it. It says no. it says your name here, A and M. Yeah. Well, if I bring her down there, y'all are going to service it and and do it for free. No. Well, I without looking at it, I can't say anything. Well, how'd you like your ass whooped then? Oh, come on over. Well, I could be there here in about half an hour. Okay. By God. I got work to do, so come on over. How big a boy are you? Huh? I'm only five four, but I take care of I take care of myself. <laughs> well, I guarantee you that wouldn't be even a light snack. Hey, uh, listen, I gotta get I got work to do. Can you come over and, let, and bring me that over? And let me see what it looks like. Well, I guarantee you, I'd come over and whoop your ass if you ain't gonna honor it. I got this thing. In fact, <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Is this Tony? Yeah. Listen, it says down here, see Don Hill for our two-for-one special. Do you know him? Oh, yeah. I know him real good. Really? Yeah. Is he the type of fella that, that might want to pull a joke on somebody? You never know. Well. Who the f*** is this anyway? <laughs> Tony. <laughs> this, this, this is... This is Bill and Brent and Roy D. Mercer. Hey, yes, I'm going to do a f- job on that Corvette. <laughs> it's a pacer. It'll be running like a pacer when I get through with it. Golly. I'll fix your f- mess. Golly, Bob. You tight, what, mother f- <laughs> You're not even good enough to be a f- You're a f- then, please.
<laughs> I'll leave, Bob. I guarantee you. I think you're hitting on all cylinders Whoa! this morning. <laughs> I think you took your head off. No, I'm working on the Ford. That ought, that ought to tell you something. <laughs> oh, what a kick in the pants. Oh, my Lord. Holy cow. Hello. Is it George? Yes, sir. George, listen, you are you the one that owns that Quayar construction? Yes, with sir. with the concrete trucks, cement trucks and such? <laughs> I don't own concrete trucks, but I got construction with you got your name on your trucks there? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, listen, my wife Sharon Jean was out Monday and one of your trucks come by uh-huh. the house and she was stepping out towards the mailbox to get the mail out of it and one of them fellers in that truck honked at her real loud. Uh-huh. And it, it caused her to have a, a little mess in her, in her. She was dressing up to, in a Santa suit. Right. She was going to do a little Santa presentation for Stepney's little kindergarten class. She's going to play right. Santa Claus. Yes, sir. And it's, and it's a rented suit. And, and, and she, she made a mess in that thing from y'all honking at her. Okay. Do you know what was the purpose they honked at her? Or? Well, I don't know. I guess they thought she kind of a big woman. And I guess they. They was coming, I don't know how cars was maybe parked on that side of the road, and they was having to kind of squish over to that other side. And she was out there and was trying to just get the mail, and I guess they thought, they, you know, that she was going to run out. And, I mean, she, she ain't the size that you would just take off and, you know, go jogging get or nothing. Uh-huh. You know, she, so she was just trying to step out there, and, he, you know, he, and it was loud, George. Okay. It was, okay. you know, it was real loud, and, and, and she'd been taking fiber supplements for a while uh-huh. and, and we've got some dry cleaning bills that i need to get took care of uh-huh let but, me find out who's the one that was driving what well, color it, of a truck was it do I, you know? I don't have no idea i don't know i have no idea but she like i said i got 84 dollars in dry cleaning bills because this weren't our sandy seat you understand uh-huh. we we had to rent it uh-huh. there must be some iron or something in there because we can't get it out uh-huh. okay what's uh um wh- where was this at it was in was front it? of our house on Monday. It was Monday? It was Monday. Okay, Monday they worked. Uh... <clears throat> Can I just come by there and get money, or do I need to get a check? Because I need to, we do, you know, I got this already incurred on my account, and right. I done paid them, and I need my money. We got holiday bills and such, as you could understand. Right. So I need to come by there maybe today and get a check, or just I take cash. Okay, where about do you live at? I live here in Tulsa. Well, I need to know what your address is. What's your address? I don't have an address. Can you meet me somewhere and I could just get the money? No. I, 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 need, I, eight, I need $84. Well, they made this boil down to an ass-whooping, George. Well, I don't know. It, it, I'm ready for it. How big a boy are you? <laughs> well, I'm small, but I'm like a little jalapeno. Yeah, it ain't nothing for me to whoop a smart-ass ass. It, yeah, well, it can always that boat can always turn around on you. Why don't I just meet you somewhere? We can square tell off, me. and I'll whoop your ass and then take $84 off of you. Well, tell me where you want to meet. Well, I don't know. It don't matter to me. Where to be a place that we could have, like, an open lot or a little square off place. <laughs> where are you right now? Uh, I'm, I'm in Texas. A, in Texas? Yeah. Bull butter. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on you like an egg-sucking dog. Don't try to run from me, George. I just want my 84 daggum dollars. I don't got no eighty-four dollars. Well, it's your dadgum truck's fault. It honked at my wife and made her duke your drawers. Well, that's that's. I'm. <laughs> hey, you you got eighty-four dollars worth of ass I can whoop? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'll beat you like a rented mule, George. Oh, I imagine you would. I'll beat you on you like grease on a wedding dress. Okay. Well, tell me where we can meet, then. We'll meet. Why don't we just meet at Mark McSherry's house? At who? At Mark McSherry's house. Mark McSherry? I don't know who that is. You don't know a Mark McSherry? Who is this? <laughs> you do too. <laughs> you ain't in Texas. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Texas, my ass. Listen, I tell you what, when she dumped her drawers, you could make a trail to Texas. <laughs> we, we could dot the highway with it. Yeah. George, this is this is Phil and Brent and, and Roy D. Mercer. Yeah, you I know some they, they you caused my wife to make some figgy pudding in her drawers there. <laughs> George. Oh. It was probably you. I was getting ready to get on you like you I mean, go through you like evangelists go through hairspray, son. Yeah, you got me. You done run off to Texas. Yeah, where, yeah, where, where, where are you in Texas there, George? Yeah. No, I ain't into out, man. I'm right here now. <laughs> you you in the dadgum time machine, man. Hello? Who's speaking? Uh, Jim Haney. Jim, listen, are you the fella that owns that land out there, the east side of Highway 69? The east side, where at? About old couple of miles north of the big cabin out there. Yeah. Well, listen, I just lease a land north of y'all down there. North. North of y'all, just north of that cold place, old cold place. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you run some cattle out there. Uh, yeah, I've got cattle out on uh, my place. Well, listen, you're the feller I need to get a hold of. My wife, Sharon Jean, was out there of a, yesterday of an afternoon. Uh-huh. And she's out there picking wildflowers and such. Yeah. And a couple of your cows got out of the fence over her and come over her and, and started chasing after her. Yeah. And by God, she fell and twisted her leg in a gopher hole or something down there and, and broke both her daggum arms. Well, I'll be there. Uh, by God. And listen, you know, she, of course, she got two broke arms, and, and that ain't the half of it. Yeah. We was counting on income. She was collecting them wildflowers out there. She make flower arrangements for centerpieces. Uh-huh. We make money for these arts and crafts women. Yeah. Makes money. And listen, she can't, ain't going to be able to do that now. And I, I need to get some satisfaction out of this, some money out of somebody. Cause, uh, where was your wife at? She's out there in the field. Uh, in my pasture? No, she's in our pasture. Your dadgum cows got out over into our land. Well, now, wait a minute. What are you talking about? What land are you talking about? I'm talking about the land north of your place. No. By God. There's a boy by the name of Kevin owns that. By God, I lease it now. My name is Roy D. Mercer, and my wife was out there, and she got two broke arms. And listen. We're gonna have to have some money. We made we made about two thousand dollars last year from them centerpieces. Yeah. Well, uh, I just talked to that man, and uh, he's running cattle on there. By God, it ain't the land you're thinking about. I'm coming by today to get a check from you. Well, I don't know about that, buddy. Well, then how about you get an ass whooping? Where you live at? By God, I'm going to live right on your front porch till I get some money out of you. Where are you living at now? It ain't none of your damn business. I'm coming over to where you're at, and I'm... <laughs> well, never getting back on the phone. slow fuse, but it finally went. <laughs> Hello. 
Now, listen, you hang up on me, and that's just going to be another reason I'm going to get upset about this. I'm trying to take care of this like a gentleman. Hey, buddy, I don't know you. I don't know nothing that's happened. Well, by God, she's got two broke arms, and, and she can't make us a, an income from her arts and crafts, and, and I guarantee you, like I said, we're going to have to get one of them LPMs to come down here, take care of her, you know, because I ain't, she got bathroom duties. I ain't going to take care of them. I don't know. I don't know a thing that you're talking about, bud. How big a boy are you? I don't know. Why don't you know? Look in the mirror. I handle myself. Are you going to be there all day? Well, I imagine. You might just get me a checkmate after this LPM. I called a, a male nurse to come out here to take care of her bathroom chores. A J.V. Haney? Who? A J.V. Haney? <laughs> nurse J.V. Haney? Where in the hell are you at? <laughs> Good morning, Jim. Jim, how in the hell are you? Well, I'm doing all right. Now, you guys done this here like they done me all here about eight years ago. Oh, really? On my birthday. Is that right? You yeah. must You must be an easy target. Oh, let me tell you what you, Your legs must be out of socket from them getting pulled all the time. <laughs> let me tell you what happened here. Why? On my birthday, they had hard a damn bunny girl out of Tulsa come away and put the pictures on there. That sounds like bunny girl. One of them bunny girls. That's what it was. Oh, but you know what, Jim? We didn't go to near that much trouble. No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Although we do have chinchilla G strings. There you go. <laughs> Did she ask you how big a boy you were too? Uh-huh. <laughs>